Hi, I'm Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. And stuff and things and probably not pee. Probably not pee, but it might it might come it up. It might it might it might come and it kinda has already come up. So I guess we're talking about pee. Yeah, you just um, talked about pee. I did. I did it myself and it was our chat is doing. swimming in pool piss, so you know, it's hard not to think about almost. it. Right. <laughs> we're just gonna watch that gif. Subjects that matter, Ben Ulancey says. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people we what have... they want. We have Sturge and Ben in our chat uh, hanging out for the podcast today. Thank you, Sturge and Ben, for being here. We really appreciate you. Um, you've been a delight for the pre-show, and um, we just appreciate you. Thank you. Um, so, Tam. Yep. How's things? I'm overwhelmed. Yeah? Yeah, I've gotten into that place where, like, I was so super excited earlier in the week and last week to do all sorts of stuff, and then, like... I started like tacking things on to my mental to do and now I have too many things on there and it's no longer exciting. It's overwhelming and I'm anxious and I need to figure out how to not be doing everything ever. Understood. Coming out vulnerability strong and I appreciate that. That's awesome. I'm so sorry. This is like your second wave within the past like 30 days of yeah. of maybe third even. I'm not even really sure that's a that's um, that's kind of really exhausting i think it might be the second because it, it's hard to say because half of january is usually eaten up by me being depressed because it's january and other yeah, didn't reasons you, didn't you have a ten thousand words day or weekend or something yeah yeah there was one day um like two weeks ago i want to say mm -hmm. two or three weeks ago i don't know but, but i i i had like Written, wrote like 10,000 words they had like three or four articles it was amazing yeah. but yeah, um, awesome. I can't do that every day not yet yeah. anyway maybe, no. maybe one day but no it was a peak it was at the top of a mountain you can't expect to have that be every well I guess having you know lofty goals is a good thing so it's fine I just yeah I gotta I dream big I just imagine the disappointment in the future uh, I guess that's me projecting probably but um, I I've been doing this uh this challenge thing. Sturge is is trying to help me like revitalize my my medium publication, Monster Alley, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. We're not even halfway through the month, and my brain is always already like, what have I signed myself up for? Because like I didn't just do the one article with all of the days. I decided to do each individual day. And explain more about, you know, what you could write about so that it was more fleshed out as a prompt. And I've got, I think, up to the 13th I have already pre-written. But, like, and I did that in, like, a couple of days. But, like, now I'm looking and I'm like, there's almost a little over half of the rest of the month that I haven't done yet. And I just don't know that I have it. I want, I have all these other things that I want to write about. And I'm like, I'm, I, how do I... How do I work through this? I've set myself up for the overwhelmed feeling now. Yeah, but, you know, I think this time you kind of did it consciously, you know? Because, like, I looked at you being like, oh, we're going to have 29 different prompts for February, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but you, you set yourself, 
you and Sturge both set yourself kind of a lofty goal and you're working to do the best you can to achieve it. And everything that you put out there during this time is a positive, is something that you've added to the world. It's not that anything that you don't write is, is subtracted from anything. It's just that it, you, know, you didn't add as much as you, you thought you might be able to. But adding anything is kind of amazing. As someone who ain't wrote shit, writing anything is amazing. Yeah, and I and Sturge said he's falling a day behind because he's trying to find unexpected angles for each story, which is is awesome, really. I totally understand that, like looking at a prompt and being like, I want to find something that's going to hit people a little differently and not come at this, you know, point blank. I'm really just trying to get through the thing and I'm like, am I going to get through this? I don't even know. I hope I do. It'll be real great for my confidence if I do, I think. I was watching an episode of Drawfee on YouTube today, and uh, they had this uh, thing that kept coming back, and it was um, telling yourself out loud, you got this, works every time. Now, Drawfee are not known for being particularly like 100% accurate on anything that they say. No, but, but it's I true. It was, I thought it was a nice sentiment. <laughs> No, it's true. The it, it's not just the you got this. It's the, telling yourself affirmations out loud, like simple ones, not like. I mean, the ones where it's all like you're gonna or I'm going to get a rich house and car. Maybe those work on some level, but like the simple ones of like you got this or yeah, you're looking good. Like it it does actually work. The black star effect. That's what I'm gonna call it. The black star. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it it does actually work scientifically. They've they've done enough studies to suggest that we do actually pay attention to what words are coming out of our mouth, even if we don't believe them. Right, absolutely. And you're and right. Certainly... I should, I should probably tell myself that I got this, that I can do it. You know, more often. Yeah, and I think it's important to find the balance. So don't 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 shove down and suppress your negative emotions about it because that's certainly not going to help. So when you feel overwhelmed, it's okay to talk about it. Certainly, just you know, find a spot in there to be able to say, "But I got this," you know. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm oh, like yeah. I'm on that precipice of like, if I continue going the way I'm going right now for another two or three days. I'm going to get to that wall and you know that wall you've seen that wall but if anybody listening hasn't seen that wall with me that wall is where I drop everything and I can't do anything for at least a week yeah you used to have such fear of that wall it didn't even exist for you for a little while um like from your perception you didn't see it it just happened to you yeah I but just like, ran right into it but like You've recently been able to see that wall and be like, if that happens, I know what to do next and it's fine. I'll be fine. But I'm so like proud of you for getting to the point uh -huh. where you can see that Thanks. in that light. That's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, you, you're not there yet. No, and, and keep, because I've noticed you, it. What? Yeah. I was going to say, I just, I think it's because you keep, I think you keep extending it. I think you're getting more. Yeah, I, I, because I've noticed it now, I'm like, okay, there have been times when I, I noticed it like right before it was going to happen or like as it's happening. And in those cases, I, I've learned how to start trying to do damage control and, and let it go, like let go of things, but like be like, 
well, there's this one thing. Just pick out one thing that if I could get it done and then I, that, that it would make it easier to let go of everything else. And, and doing that, I've been able to kind of extend how far back I can see it before it happens. And now I'm, I'm, I'm a couple of days, two to three days out. And I'm like, okay, so now I have to do the damage control. I have to decide what is it that if I, if these are the only things I can get done and if I can't recover, that I can, I can easily just wrap everything up and feel okay about it for the next week or two. And doing that, I've actually had a pretty decent success, like three out of every four times I'll be able to do that and then not crash. Right. Because I've reduced my workload. I've done some accomplishments, which has given me a little bit of additional energy and it, it like helps me kind of coast through. But then there's still that quarter of the time where it's just like, no, nope, this is going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. And then there's and then there's people out there that um science that suggests that this might be a a female thing that like this might just be because the female body has all these weird cyclic hormones that like this is just part of the body I was given and has nothing at all to do with my brain or anything that I could consciously control. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all get ported into whatever avatar happens to be available when we get here, I guess. Have to the, make do. The good news is if that's what's happening, menopause should fix it. The bad news is if menopause doesn't fix it, well, it's just me. <laughs> Always wondered, because like I've heard from a few people that like, you know, once menopause does its thing, like it's it's the greatest gift, but I don't know if that's propaganda. You know no, I mean? yeah, I've, I've heard that too. I've heard that by people who have no agenda to be saying that. So I, they've either convinced themselves that it's true when it's not, which is entirely possible, or it's legitimately true. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, you'll get to see at some point. Yeah. Yeah. As long as my sex drive doesn't go away, I'm probably fine with whatever happens. Okay, maybe it's a silly question and maybe it isn't one that I need to be asking, but like, do they make a actual, like, I'm choosing to take a, uh, you know, a stimulant to make me horny for women? Is that a thing? Is there a Viagra for women? I don't think so. We We get the whole use it or lose it conversation where, like, if <laughs> if we want to be aroused, then we have to have more sexual encounters where we're not aroused and train our body to become more aroused more often. I wonder if there's some science there that they just didn't pay attention to because patriarchy. Yeah, I but, don't know. I don't know. But anyway. That's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, that was a good, you know, first segment. <laughs> Talking about some vulnerability and how you're doing. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm a little tired today. It was some, you know, heavy work stuff. Oh, Search um, says that uh, has a link for medicine for females that is Viagra-ish. 
Ah, okay, cool. At least there's something. At least there's something. Let's hope it's like safe and usable. But I don't even know that Viagra is safe. Honestly, I have no idea. I've never looked into it. Um, I had some stuff that I was thinking about talking about, but it kind of all just filtered out of my mind for some reason. I wonder if it'll come back up as we talk because that sometimes happens. So I have um, a I have a confession, and we can we can cut this part out if if you want me to. But I have a confession. I mentioned earlier to Sturge that you were adopted, and I didn't okay. ask you first if that was um, information that you were willing to put out there. Uh, I'm willing and able and totally, I'm okay with that. There's not a okay. problem with you uh, releasing it. Interesting that you should ask during the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I understand I, that it came it up when It was a measured risk. It was a measured risk. Sure, yeah. Um but I don't really personally feel that whole level of privacy thing. The, the, the things that I don't share about myself with the world at large and with the people I talk to is, is almost entirely because I don't want to make them uncomfortable, honestly. Like, I'll talk about the gross parts of being a human and having a body because, like, that's just something that is part of my everyday existence because, you know... With a self hatred, and we also poop and sweat, and our grundles get go get gooky. And some people really like that our grundles get gooky, and I'm amazed and and I think that's beautiful. But like, I will talk about anything. Sorry, I just went on a tangent for no reason. Anyway, it's totally okay that you shared that. Did it? Okay, cool. I felt a little self conscious at the end of that one. Um. But yeah, you were I talking adopted. about how bodies are gross. So, I mean, I get it. Bodies are beautiful and gross at the same time. They can be two things. Yeah, absolutely can. Did you want me to talk a little bit about being adopted? Um, I, I you can if you want. I mean, does the, the, are you inspired to, I guess? Um, <laughs> hell yeah, Ben. Uh, I can talk about being adopted. I don't really know where I go with it at the moment, but like, um, I had a very privileged adoption to be completely honest. Uh, a lot of people, um, had like, you know, destructive homes that they were ripped away from and then put into foster care and then they got adopted. And then some of them didn't get adopted. And that's like some pretty, um, you know, terrible stuff to go through mine. Yeah, I was adopted. Um, and mine was, uh, my, my birth mother gave me up for adoption, like signed all the paperwork before giving birth and never held me or anything. And then, uh, I that was, was the way they a... did because they had, I, I guess information at that time was like, if they, if the mom held the baby, they wouldn't give it up for adoption. So. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I think from what my because I've met, I've met my birth uh, parents, like a bunch of my birth family, actually, about 10 years ago, a little over. And um, so I cleared up a lot of the questions that I had about it. Um, but I was in a foster home, like a, probably a group baby home for like three months. And then I was uh, brought home with the parents that raised me, my legal parents, the ones I call mom and dad. Um, and... They told me my the whole life that I was adopted. Um, before I knew what it meant, I was aware that I was adopted. It didn't, and it, it was always like a, you know, 
we are not the parents that birthed you, but we love you just as much as any other parents would be. That was the general message that I received the whole time. I do believe that it created um, a bit of distance between me and my family. I think that I kind of struggle a little bit to understand what most people think of as family. Like, for instance, the Fast and the Furious fan franchise is a little foreign to me as it gets later in the series because it becomes everything is about family. And like, I don't know, like I've created a family here in my household with you and the others. Um from my perspective, but like even that doesn't necessarily align with a lot of the ideas that people have about family. So no, I want to, I want to, I want to yeah, ask you a question. So sure. how do I say this without doxing who I'm talking about? So there's a person that you and I both know who mm. has a daughter they adopted, but they have told that they are there by uh -huh. I'm aware. Yeah, I'm okay. aware. So what are your feelings on that? Because like what you're saying is like from your perspective, the fact that you knew that you were adopted the whole time kind of put a wedge in between you and your family. So on the other side, what do you think about the way he did it? So generally speaking, I'm pretty, pretty Buddhist. Like we have to accept the circumstances that we're given. And I don't necessarily know that that child is going to be harmed or helped by the difference in our situations. Um, but I was a pretty upset actually in like a personal social sense because I did personally feel like it was lying. So yeah. like the way I was while I, I, I acknowledge that it certainly probably did have an effect on my mentality and my, my, my perception of the world. I still feel like it was probably the right way to, raised like I'm, I'm okay with it the way that it was um I don't know that I would have I, I think that as emotional as I really was as a child because I was highly emotional as a child um I think that if I had found out even up through my teenage years and thought if I had thought that all of it then was a lie I would have broken in a way that I don't think I could have recovered from but I'm just guessing because I didn't live that reality. I'm just looking at who I was. Yeah. And um, in the same vein, there are there's another person. I don't want to dox, but the, you may know who I'm talking about when I say it, that we we don't know. Like they're not adopted, but we don't know that their parent is actually their parent. Okay. Um and and they felt very different in the family that they're in to the point where like they they almost like want that kind of thing to come out where like you know oh no you're not actually like you are adopted or you're a half sibling or something like that 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 makes it apparent the fact that they have felt that they were different from the rest of their family they yeah. felt that there was a lie there that nobody has actually gone to prove or disprove. Right. I think that, cause I, I think I, I can almost say that I experienced a little bit of that because, you know, for 31 years, I didn't know who my birth parents were. They could have been anyone. I entertained the thought that I was the, um, um, illegitimate child of Robin Williams for a while. That was kind of fun. Um, I legit thought that I might be alien or that I might be synthetic for a little while. Yeah, that was um, fun. That was a fun time. 
so <laughs> I um I've I've gone through a lot of iterations of what it could be, and when I discovered my birth family, who are a very close knit and loving bunch, um, it was moderately in a certain way disappointing because I had such an imagination that I'd built up the possibility to be anything other than normal. And of course, as it obviously was always going to be, it was just a normal family. And they're cool. They're a little bit on the other side of the political spectrum for me. And so I struggle with trying to make the time there, but you know, they're cool. Um, I think the amazing thing about your biological family is that your biological mother and your biological father are still together. Yes, absolutely. There's a bit of a, you know, like a feel good story in there because um, my biological parents were very young when I was conceived and they decided that they didn't have the faculties to be able to raise a child together. They thought that if they tried to, it would probably split them apart. And so they decided to give me up for adoption and then they had two other children. I have two full-blooded siblings. Um, and uh, and they're interesting people, too. Um, I would say that probably my full-blooded sister is the person that I actually miss the most. And I don't actually try and... I should. I wish I'd tried to connect more. Um, maybe and I'll get around two, to that at some point. You two got along really well. I remember when we went to see them. You You guys got along really, really well. And... My whole life growing up and through my teenage years, through my 20s, I think maybe even to today, I've had this kind of like, I want, I've wanted to meet somebody that was like me and I can never really define what I mean by the words like me in that sentence. There's a, a very specific, and I'm starting to, like the past year or two, I've started to kind of realize that some of it is, is mental health issues like <laughs> i'm looking for someone with similar mental health issues and i'm That's like maybe, so I relatable. maybe i shouldn't be but um no, but yeah, no, I just, find I, those people that even if even if it is like you all have the same mental illness it it creates a camaraderie of like oh i'm not alone these other people are also <laughs> struggling with this and here's the things that are working for them and they may not work for me, but at least I know that there are things out there. Like, th that's a whole thing. Yeah, it is. It also, I think sense. Sturge's comment is hilarious. Find those people and yell at each other. I think that's a delightful <laughs> image. Um, uh, but I, 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 the way that I kind of always tried to define it was that there was a certain level of, like, awareness of others and, um, like, overwhelming empathy that I was hoping to find in somebody else. For a long time, I wanted to have a, a, a biological child myself to see if I could find it within my own genes. That has not happened um, at this time, and being over 40, it's a little unlikely at this point, but we'll see. Um, and then when I you know, found out I was going to be able to find my, my birth family, I was like, well, here's a real opportunity for me to find people that have that same sort of thing. And they, just as most people have been, I hate to say this, it sounds egotistical, but they were kind of amazed by my level of awareness and empathy. So, <laughs> so true, Sturge. I'll try not to give up hope. <laughs> um, but uh, they, were, they were amazed by my level of empathy and awareness of others. And um, a little uncomfortable by it, from my own perspective, I could be, I could be imagining things. Um, 
so I, I mean, haven't I really. I think that's pretty the the normal reaction is to be amazed by it and a little uncomfortable about it. Yeah, and so I just haven't really, I haven't really ever found the closest thing I've found so far still is is you and um. Uh, yeah, but I didn't start you, out this way. You kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it this way because it sounds bad, but it, you were kind of trained into this. Yeah, I didn't mean. Yeah. I wasn't trying to mold you or shape you or anything. I don't like having that level of autonomy over other people, but like, you know, over the years of us talking, you got to know how to talk to me just as I got to know how to talk to you. Well, and, and my so... mental illnesses kind of play into that with the whole, like we were talking in the pre-show with um, me being, at least having autistic um, behaviors. I, I, I do a lot of emulating and, and molding of myself into the yeah. people I'm around and you and I were just kind of we were peas in a pod man we we were always together I think in 15 years I can probably count on both hands maybe only on one hand the amount of days we've been apart yeah like full 24 hour periods of time where we're not within the same house right is few yeah very very few Oh, no, it has to be two hands because one of those hands is tied up in that trip that you took for um, your biological family. Right. You left for like a week. You left for a weekend not too terribly long ago, too. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. So, you know, there's a few in there, but not a whole lot. So, um, you know, being around you so much, it's just natural that my mental health issues are going to cause me to pick up on the things that you do and then adopt them as my own. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Love it's not you. Your responsibility. It was. It's. It's my disorder. It's my dysfunction. <laughs> right. It's it. my coping mechanism. Right. I think every. I think every good relationship, you know, whether romantic or not, like, kind of ends up that way in a certain regard. The, the 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 lifelong ones, you know, at least. Um, and you're my first real lifelong me. person. All the people. That I was close to in my past are not in my life currently. Not that they can't be again in the future, but there will have been a good decade and a half or two decade break in there. Yeah. So, you know. So, yeah. Um, super vulnerable, super real conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Phew. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could I could I could I could rant about the 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 new video game I want to play. I actually wanted to like um, say a thing, and this might be like its own little chapter, and it's okay if it's only a couple of minutes. But I'm uh, I wanted to talk about my catalog thing. Oh yeah, go right ahead. You know, because I I went over like how overwhelmed I am, but like this is one of the things I'm really excited about, and it is overwhelming me. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm still excited about it. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm glad and, you're excited and, about it. And I started writing some promo articles about it. Um, <clears throat> but right now I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get some people to let me make the catalogs for them. And Ben Ulancey is actually one of the people I want to ask if I can do that for. <laughs> and since <laughs> here, I'm like, hey, this is a great opportunity let's that's cute let's put that out there don't feel on the spot then you can answer later if you want to think about it yeah 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 
He's typing now. Oh, now I'm well, you don't have to. You, you don't have to wait for it, though. It's okay. We can just keep talking and stuff. Who knows? He might type. A, he's a writer. That, that's true. We, we type a lot of stuff when we type. Right? Sometimes the inspiration just hits and paragraphs flow. <clears throat> Heard cataloging in my name. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm, I'm doing this, this thing. Um, Sturge helped me come up with the name. It's called the Medium Catalog Feature Project. And I, it's, it's basically a service that I'm, I'm kind of trying to develop how to, how to do it. Um, taking what medium gives us as writers when we do the like download your information thing, taking those and then cataloging them in one book, like a PDF or docx file or whatever. Um, Obviously, the amount of stories makes a difference. Sturge has like a thousand, one thousand three hundred and sixty-nine, I think, when he gave me the zip file. Oh Lord, I am finding. I'm so happy that I, I convinced him to let me try this because I am finding so many limitations with it. It's fantastic. Like I, I feel really bad because I won't be able to put the amount of quality into. A lot of uh, those because there's so many but I'm really happy that it's helping me to find the limitations that I can that I can do do you want as many authors story no 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 so okay so what it is is it's, it's a service for each individual writer right so if you were to give me the it's the posts folder in the zip file that medium gives you when you do your your backup information and I would catalog your stories for you, basically. Yeah, that's my point. The format is in HTMLs, and nobody nobody wants to deal with HTMLs, and they're all single HTMLs, one per story. That's why I'm developing this this service because yeah, it, it would make it useful because they don't do this. So I want I want to like put them all in one format and like basically give you back a PDF that you can store this one file with all of your stories on your computer. Whether that's as a backup or Siren's trying to help me um, develop a thing that maybe I'll let people put their stories on a list so that I can then pull from that list. It, it sounds like more immediate than it is. I really just look at the list and find the stories. But compiling a specific book with the chapters of the articles that they want out of all of them. So like, would it be arduous? Ardu well, it's, I mean, it depends on what you want to do with it. <laughs> but um, right now I want to do yours for free in exchange for maybe you writing a promo article, telling people what you think of it. Um, but it's eventually going to be something that people pay me to do. So the arduousness of it isn't really the focus, if that makes sense. It's the experience, right? Because like, yeah. like with Sturge, you're learning a lot about it. Yes. But it's also like I, and I'm trying not to like sound too money hungry, but it's also like it's a service that I want to be able to make an income doing that also benefits my fellow medium writers. Mm -hmm. 
and and it's I'm still I've been trying to figure out like what I can do how I can do it how much how many stories like what's the maximum that I can do for someone who has 1400 stories whoo is that how many stories you have good god um well, ben, so, ben might be referencing Sturge also yeah Sturge has uh yeah, so so the fort the the fourteen hundred stories that that was an amazing undertaking, and there are limitations. So you have almost five hundred. I could most certainly do a lot more with that than I can with the fourteen hundred stories. However, I I'm trying to take, and I took Sturge's first year, which was um, twenty twenty one, which unfortunately only had like seventeen stories in it, and I I made that into a a, a more <laughs> um it's kind of like not sequential but like a, a more formatted nicer version i'm trying really hard to make some part of 2022 in that way and it's 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 going to take me a little longer than i expected to do because my computer not my computer the program keeps crashing and so i have to save after every few changes and that makes it really difficult which means i can't market that as a service that i i do for you know the average person <laughs> i don't know if i can alphabetize them i'll i'll just tell you that right now it it that makes it considerably more difficult <laughs> yeah, yeah sturge was poking at you obviously or not maybe obviously i should say but just i i caught it i think I, I got that he was joking, but like, I'm, I'm a little autistic. Remember? I am like, can I alphabetize it? No, I can't. Right. I don't think I could easily do that. That one, <laughs> that one would be a little too challenging. Interesting. <clears throat> I don't know anything about it, but can you like, uh, break it up by like month of 2022 and do smaller files that you can then copy paste into a larger file. That so hopefully... I had to copy and paste 20, uh, three different files of 20, his 2022 stories just to make one file. So I'm, I'm doing a third. I, I was, I was, I'm oh. like, I'll, I'll do, I'll try to do a third and see how much of that I can get through. I think I'm about a quarter of a way through it now. Okay. Just and, uh, it, it crashes much less. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, the final product, um, yeah, there's, what do you mean by title images? Like the image for the article? Like all the images are, are they, they come with the information. Or do you mean like a cover image? Because I, I have that too, that, that I put on a very, very basic, I don't do... I don't do the super awesome cover images, but I can do a very, very basic cover image for the thing. And I was probably going to do that for yours also, potentially. No, no, they're actually in the zip file. Um, they're just, yeah, the zip file that Medium gives is definitely not, like when, when I got it the first time, I was like, I can't use this. I just deleted it off my system because I was like, this is... Why would I, why would I even mind, like, do this? And then I started, like, copying, pasting my own stories to have them in a backup. Which I now feel kind of stupid about because I have a way that I can do it way easier now. But I didn't 
at the time. I was just like, well, for my stories, I'll just do it the long way. And then then you good was all like, hey, you know, about that. I mean, it'd be really great if you could like figure out how to do some of these things. And I was like, you know, maybe I should look into that. (laughs) (laughs) Is part of the impetus for this, the fear that medium might always, not for me. Um, For me, the impetus for it was, well, for my stories to be backed up was just because I wanted the stories to be backed up. I want to be able to access my own stories in an easier format because when you when you have over a hundred stories, I on two of my accounts I have three hundred plus stories, and with five hundred you definitely know what I'm talking about. Try scrolling back to the beginning; it takes forever. If I have them all on my computer, even if in just single full single files it's so easy to just scroll through a hundred, 500 stories on a computer versus doing it in mediums, um, story thing, 25 minutes. And that's just on your profile. What if you wanted to be in your, in where, uh, in the editor part where, you know, you're looking at your stories so you could get the links for them and everything. It takes even longer or maybe about the same time, but I feel like it takes longer. It's, ridiculous Mm -hmm. trying to load that much data at once i'm not going to complain about medium not doing their job because they have so many things to do that this is just probably going to get overlooked at least for a while and maybe in that maybe in that time i can help some people and make a little bit of money off of it you know yeah absolutely sounds like a good idea to me I, I attribute it completely to you good and then you good keeps attributing it to like as if I came up with the idea and I'm like it's like the idea birthed itself somewhere as all ideas do all good ideas I'm pretty sure bad ones do too yeah that's probably true oh no I don't think the medium would care for me like they I don't they, they'd be like oh that's fine you know it's imagine if they hired you to make a better one somehow. <laughs> I imagine that they could hire somebody that has a lot more skill to do something that's probably better. So they basically be in folders and under the names they originally... No, no. Okay, so they, they're not going to be individual articles. They will be in one file. And f- for yours, um, for the full 500, I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but... Um, up to 200, I found out that that is my limitation. Up to 200, I can make um, a table of contents that is, is a clickable thing that you can click into. So, yeah. That's probably what I'm going to do with Sturges. I'll probably limit it to, like, 200. And s- that way I can test out to make sure that that 200 is a thing because I haven't tested that feature just yet. <laughs> I'm giving away the services for free because y'all are my guinea pigs. It's, it's it's helping me to know what I can do and what I can't do by just messing around. <clears throat> and then since you're getting it for free, you're not like, hey, I thought I was getting plaw, you know? <laughs> Whereas if somebody was charged, like if they paid for it, then they'd be like, um, excuse me. Yeah, plaw. Blah. Blah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If uh, and and I don't know how people feel about the zip file so far. So far, nobody's really had a big problem sending the whole zip file to me. But I have been telling people like, if you don't feel comfortable with that, I just need the posts file. But it gets bigger when you take it out of the zip, so <laughs> might not might not be a viable option for most people. Yeah, the the inside the zip file there is a folder that's just named posts that's the folder that i deal with and i discard everything else because i don't need to know like there's one there, there's stuff in there that like tells me if i went, went into it it would tell me like how much you've earned on your stories i don't need to know i don't care that's not my business Oh, okay. And you're saying that, okay, so you're saying that uh, they can just send you the file without the extra stuff. Yeah, um, if, if, and if, if they, they don't and feel if they comfortable you... with the other stuff. But at the same time, I literally do not look at that. Ghost has an IT job, like where he goes to like medical companies and lawyers offices. The standard practice is just you don't look at it because that's just expected when when you're dealing with other people's information it's it's all about respect you know whatever you don't need why would you look at it right absolutely although there's a bunch of people out there that just fucking would sadly yeah yeah and that's why i'm like okay fine i i put in there if you just want to give me the posts folder all that has well it has your articles and it has every comment you've ever made on medium mm -hmm. Which is still a lot, and you know, I still got to sort through that. Oh, and I need to know exactly to like exactly how many articles to expect. So if it's like four hundred ninety nine, or if it's five hundred three, that way I can at least make sure that I don't miss any. Although I found out with Sturges, with you know almost fourteen hundred, sometimes I can't tell the difference between an article and a really long comment. So. I err on the side of caution. You may have some comments in it. Do you have any really epic long comments? Yeah. They might be picked up as they, articles by, by our tan, by yeah. our tan bot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the basic service, for the 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 other two services, I actually go through and I like I clean up the format and everything, so I'll notice them then, but. 1400 stories is is a lot to do for free no offense i feel bad saying that you're getting some really good data out of it though i am getting some like really helpful data yeah absolutely this 200 article limit you know that's a really good thing to know that means if someone has 1400 they're going to get seven pdfs right Say that again. I, I, must, I, I must have misunderstood. No, I, I just, saying, it didn't register as words. So you said that there was a 200 article limit for like a table of contents, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, if people want the table of contents, I can, I, I it, as long as it works the way I think it works, which I have to test, test that out first, but, um, over 200, I can't put in a table of contents. So, right. So that would mean that like a max 200 per PDF. Yeah. So then a 1400 
article submission to you is seven PDFs. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, you get mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I I haven't even put the so I I put all the uh they're they're basically commissions on buy me a coffee right now. I haven't even put the one up yet that that deals with table of contents because I want to be sure about what I can provide before I put that there. Yeah. You're still testing everything yeah. getting into it. Yeah. I think it's exciting. It is um, exciting. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you are taking care of yourself. I'm Give trying. Give yourself a little bit, a little bit of time here and there to just chill out and let your brain relax. I'm trying. Working on Good. it. Excellent. So I think what? we can tell that Sturge is here for the long haul, so Sturge can wait for it to be done. Right? I'm not talking for you uh, out of out of out of pocket, am I, Sturge? Hell yeah! I can wait months. That's what I, that's what I like to hear. That's the same shit I say to people that I'm, I'm a fan of, <laughs> with, you know, friends with. I'm not sure if you guys are have gotten. Anyway, uh, awkward. Sorry. Anyway, how we doing? How's the podcast going? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like maybe it's time for the uh, the post show. Yeah, I think so. Up, uh, the main show, and then move on to post show. If my uh, pretend time mind works correctly, I think we're roughly at about 45 minutes. Um, Which means so... it's probably 41, because that's, that's what happened the last time. <laughs> so um, thank you all very much for coming along on the podcast. We really appreciate you hanging out and listening. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the dumb shit we talk about. You're awesome. Um I, uh, I hope you take care of yourself and your loved ones, and I hope you find smiles this day. And uh, he was the eternally mortal. He, not the, he's eternally uh, mortal. And I'm the accidental monster. You can find us both on medium.com. And follow yourself, always. <laughs>